Welcome to the Building Healthy Organizations podcast. We understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I'm glad you joined us today for our continued journey to understand how to build a healthy organization. By now, you may have recognized a pattern in the way these episodes unfold. And that pattern is based in the context of mindset. So much of the success or failure in the decisions we make, in the behaviors we take, are based in our mindset. And we will dive deeper and deeper into that in this episode and in future episodes. So the question to start with is, do you recognize patterns in yourself? Recognizing patterns is a very important competency. Let me give you an example of what I mean by a pattern. It's something that happens. Okay, there's an event or a conversation. Something happens. Uh, An email comes in. Somebody triggers you in a certain way. Then whatever reactions or responses you have pre-programmed into your brain for that type of situation, that's what wants to take over. Uh, Your brain wants to take over, take the easy path to dealing with whatever it is. That may not always be the pathway to the best outcome. I think we've all been there before. The question is, is the pattern you have created a roadblock that creates more negative outcomes Or is it rocket fuel that provides you an accelerated pathway to better outcomes? So I think the best way to start with this is just a quick thought exercise. I want you to think about a pattern that is a roadblock for you. Uh, One that keeps you stuck. One that creates relational problems. Or it just simply continues a behavior that you don't want. First, can you identify that pattern? And what I mean by that is, do you really recognize it? Do you see the pattern for what it is? Do you tie the cascade of thought, feeling, actions to the outcomes? So, Let me ask the next question. Now that you've identified that pattern that's a roadblock for you, when or how does it start? Think about a conversation with somebody that triggers you. At what point does the cascade start to happen? Does the pattern start to kick in? When do you realize that you are in the pattern? So for example, Have you ever had a conversation or an argument or a conflict with someone and all of a sudden you realize this is exactly the same thing that we always do in this situation? Well, I think we've all been there. So when do you realize that you're in the pattern? After you realize you're in the pattern, the negative outcome type of pattern we're talking about here. Once you realize you're in the pattern, what do you do? Do you stop immediately or do you just let the pattern play out? 
unfortunately, our brains like to just let the pattern play out. That's the easy, less energy expense way of doing things. The problem is it costs something on the backside. Um, I think the most important question is, do you want to change that pattern? I think that's what we really need to think about. Now, when you get the opportunity, I suggest you sit down and write out the patterns that you would like to change. And I wouldn't make this a, a huge long list, or maybe you make your long list, but you only pick one or two to start working on. Because really, we know from, from developmental science that that the brain can only work on a certain number of things at a time. When you when you pull things into your prefrontal cortex, that, that executive part of your brain, where your brain works on things, it thinks things through, it, it is the, the slower operating part of the brain, to be honest about it. But it's the, it's the critical part where you reason and think through and solve problems and those kinds of things. So only try to do one or two of those at a time. Um, which would you like to be very intentional about changing to get better outcomes? And I think that's a really good filter. Once you've made your list, decide which ones actually give you the best return on investment. If you're going to invest time and focus and energy in changing a pattern, which ones of those are going to give you the best return on investment? This approach to being more aware of your patterns can impact every part of your life, your relationships, your performance, your leadership success, your satisfaction, your influence, and really so much more. On the bright side, you may have some patterns that are giving you good results. That is something you can learn from and apply to the changes you want to make in the less productive patterns. Let me say that a different way. There may be certain patterns you've created for yourself that you find to be very successful. They work really well for you. And when that happens, there are probably certain components to that pattern that allow you to to get those better outcomes. You can learn from the good patterns, the things that give you good outcomes, to, to change the things that are not helping you as much. If you were to think about some of the patterns you have created to get better results, the more positive outcomes, taking those components, identifying what they are, and then applying them to the change process can be very helpful. So here's the challenge that we have in this. First, we have to recognize the pattern in ourselves. We'll get to the patterns in other people later. We need to start with ourselves first. We need to kind of work on ourselves first, and then we can start to apply that to other people. Recognizing the pattern is where we start. Then we need to understand that we do have a choice. We don't have to just let that pattern play out if we don't want it to. Number three, not allowing your brain to go on autopilot with those patterns that are not helpful. That's critical. 
And we do have a choice to change that. The fourth challenge here or, or uh, action step would be creating new pathways, what we call neural pathways. Um, those patterns have become very strong neural pathways. They are something we built in. Our brains love that kind of stuff. It's easy. Don't have to put out a lot of energy. But creating those new pathways, that's that's a big part of being intentional about this. And then think of it in what we use in manufacturing all the time, continuous improvement. That's a concept of you don't have to change big things to get better results. Maybe you change little things, but you continually do that and your results get better and better and better over time. It's a refining process. All of these challenges can be overcome with some effort, but the starting point is to choose to be more intentional about recognizing, evaluating, and deciding which patterns you want to keep and which you want to change. So let's look deeper now into what is going on in our brains related to our patterns and the outcomes they achieve. It all starts with a triggering event to engage the pattern. What does that mean? Let's use the example of entering into a disagreement with somebody close to you. This could be at work, it could be at home, it could be on your team, or it could be just you by yourself. Okay, I know that sounds strange, uh, you by yourself, but think about it for just a second. Ever catch yourself having thoughts around something that are both pro and con? Our self-talk, and there's more on the self-talk side of things in the episode, You Make the Rules. Um, The self-talk is something that can hold us back or it can move us forward. So I'm going to include that in patterns here because I think it's very important. There are patterns we create around what we believe to be true about ourselves and our place in the world um, that we then make up rules to live by, and the self-talk comes out of those rules, those things could just as easily be something that that hinders us, that holds us back or keeps us stuck as something that accelerates our success or moves us forward. So that's why I want to include that that conversation with yourself. I know at least for me, there are times when I have to fight those, those negative outcome patterns and find a way to move forward. Okay, so the disagreement begins or the conflict or the confrontation or whatever you want to call it uh, begins. Let's, as a matter of fact, let's take this into an exercise because I think this is a, a good way for us to apply this concept. Think about somebody close to you that you have disagreements with periodically. I'm not going to say on a regular basis, but but it happens more than a few times, okay? Next, 
what is your very first thought? Now, I'm going to give you a few seconds to think about this. When that disagreement happens, when that difference of opinion happens, what is your first thought? Okay. No, I didn't go away. I'm here. Um, Maybe it's one of these. See if one of these aligns with what your first thought is when that disagreement happens. I know I'm right. They are wrong. They don't understand. I need them to agree. I don't want to do this right now. Why can't they just listen? What is their problem? (laughs) Interesting that it's all focused on the other person, right? Or how right we are and how wrong they are. Um, These are some of the more common thoughts that can happen. However, yours might have been different. The first thought that comes to your mind when the disagreement starts could be something different than those. But back to what happens in our brains at this point. Thoughts do not happen by themselves. They don't stand by themselves. They are accompanied by first the meaning we attach to them and then the emotions we attach to them. Remember that we, when we have a thought, we tend to want to make some kind of a meaning out of that. What does it mean? And then we attach emotions to that. And all of this happens so quickly that it's just, it just happens. But that's the sequence. That's what's going on in our brains during this time. So there's a key point here that we have to consider. And that is that meaning drives the emotions. And the emotions fuel the pattern. They actually provide energy to drive that pattern. This is the point where we can choose one path or the other, or even a third. We will continue down the road of the pattern already in place, or we will choose to be more intentional and seek a different path, breaking out of the confines of the pattern and looking for other options. But to do this, we have to recognize the pattern we're in. If we don't recognize the pattern we're in, it's impossible to change it or to make a different choice. It just It's just, we feel like it just happens and it feels like there's nothing you can do about it. And it's almost like an out-of-body experience where you feel like you're along for the ride, but you don't have any control. The challenge for us, all of us, is that our brains want to keep things simple. So the already embedded pattern is the easy way to go. And or the emotional drivers are so strong that it is a real struggle to navigate them for better outcomes or to choose a different pathway. Being more intentional means we have to disengage the autopilot. That means raising our awareness levels, 
taking the time to focus on our patterns, then choosing what we do with them. Keep them as they are, or do we change them? All of this in the context of the changing world around us. So a little bit complicated, a lot going on here. You know, though, it's a really interesting thing to think through, and I think it's something we should really put some focus into. Think of the context of our world today. With a, We have a 300% increase in emotional distress. This is, I'm, I'm using numbers out of basically North America here, but primarily the United States. A 300% increase in emotional distress. 66% of people self-identify as being lonely. And three critical success factors for life and work and, and all of that are in rapid decline. You know what those are? Collaboration, risk tolerance, and imagination. Those are three very important components of success, of motivation, of drive and, and providing energy to you. Now, all of this comes out of a report, uh, what's called the State of the Heart Report by Six Seconds, which was just recently released. It would be so much easier to just allow our brains to stay on autopilot, right? We have enough to deal with. We need to save our time, our energy, and our focus for more important things, right? Or... We can look at this for the opportunity that it is to learn, to grow, to enhance our internal resources, which are the fuel to drive our success. So much of what you will hear in my podcast is based on some very simple truths. Number one, we can't control everything, but what we can control determines our success, our happiness, our satisfaction our relationships, or the quality thereof. We control how we respond. We control the emotions we choose to live in, the ones that we stay focused on. We control how we relate and communicate with other people. Number two, number two truth. The choices you will make will determine the outcomes you get. Please do not undervalue this statement. Your choices have huge impact on your outcomes. Number three, the better we understand how our brains work, the better we will be able to use this amazing resource, our brain, and build internal resources like motivation, optimism, focus, consequential thinking, and today's topic, recognizing patterns in ourselves and in others. Number four, truth. The more we understand the role of emotions and how they impact every facet of our lives, the more we can be intentional about navigating emotions in ourselves and in others for better outcomes. And number five, people are not the sum of their parts. People are unique creations, vastly different 
from any other species on the planet with the ability to think, to reason, to feel, to communicate, to create, to collaborate, and to relate, including a spiritual component lacking in any other species on this planet. So, what do we do with this concept of patterns? Remember the main question of this episode? Are your patterns a roadblock or are they rocket fuel? Let's look at how we can turn roadblocks into rocket fuel. I think we can agree that we cannot control when someone else triggers us. We can't control what they say or do. So logically, we will have thoughts that we attach meaning and emotions to that may not start out all that positive or helpful, but we do control what happens next if we recognize what is happening. The default position when someone triggers us is to deploy the pattern most applicable to that moment, that situation. And that could be something like defensive walls go up, we attack back, the natural reactions of fight, flight, freeze, or the newest that we've added to that list, appease. I think this has become a, a much greater utilized approach in our world today. We evade or we avoid. We deploy one tactic I see a lot, the passive-aggressive approach. And there's a lot of other things that, that can happen. The point is, this is the choice point. If we want to do something more intentional, this is the point we choose to exit from the embedded pattern and choose to approach things differently. As the emotional driver uh, or drivers are really the fuel that drive our decisions and our behavior. So let's go back for a minute and focus on a method I've shared with you before uh, to get better outcomes. I've learned through my study of neuroscience, there are very specific emotional cycles that people find themselves in in given situations. These cycles can be helpful or they can be harmful or destructive. If we want to change the cycle, we first have to understand it. Six seconds, uh, sixseconds.org, that's the number six seconds spelled out, S-E-C-O-N-D-S. .org, has developed what I think is a brilliant method to understand this, and even more to create pathways to change for better outcomes. They call it the change map. The simple version of all of this, if you find yourself in fear, frustration, and judgment cycle, this is a negative cycle that happens with emotions. These emotions are generally present in non-productive or even destructive patterns. And I think you would agree with that. This is where the change map method applies. Think of fear, frustration, and judgment depicted in a negative cycle that feeds itself. It's just one after the next after the next, and it just goes round and round and round. Each of these emotions 
leads to the next. But what if there was an exit ramp between these emotions that led to a different cycle of emotions, a more positive and productive cycle of emotions? Actually, there is. Better yet, you control access to that exit ramp. You can make an intentional choice. So, what do these exit ramps look like? Fear to courage. Frustration to excitement. Judgment to curiosity. You can choose to exit off of the fear highway and enter into the courage pathway. You can choose to exit from the detour of frustration onto the superhighway of excitement. You can choose to exit from the dead end of judgment into Curiosity Avenue. Okay, granted, I'm having some fun with the different types of roads here, but don't miss this important point and this important concept. There is a roadmap to change out of negative emotional cycles into positive emotional cycles. And the journey and the destination, if you choose to do that, are so much more enjoyable. And the choice is yours. So, I'm starting something new today. Well, at least it's new to me. Others may be doing this and I just don't know about it. I'm going to start something called the Brain Hack. I mean, there's so many of these YouTubes and other things talking about, YouTube videos talking about life hacks and and things online, and, and you can do Google searches for those. I'm going to do the new thing called the brain hack. It's kind of like a life hack, but it's for our brains. Uh, well, really, it's for our life as well. So where does it start? Consider the patterns you would like to change, the ones that don't help you, and actually may create negative outcomes. Now, what triggering events lead to engage that pattern? What, what happens that, that makes that pattern kick in? What are the thoughts you tend to have when that happens? So here's the brain hack. Now that we've identified what starts that pattern, that negative outcome pattern, and you know the thoughts we have around that, Build in a pause button or a pause point. Hit the pause button when those triggering events and or thoughts occur. We know it takes about six seconds for the neurotransmitters to drive the emotional messaging to our brain to actually diminish so we can hit think more clearly. Hitting the pause button does two very important things. Number one, it allows you time to regain your desired mindset. Number two, it provides a very specific choice point. Which direction will you choose to go? This is where you can engage the change map approach. Decide on which exit ramp you will take to move from emotions that keep you stuck and give you poor outcomes to those that will provide better outcomes. Let me give you an example. For me, the easiest exit ramp to take is the exit ramp from judgment to curiosity. 
for me, that's just the easiest one to take. So when I cycle around the fear, frustration, judgment cycle, when I get to judgment, if I can exit off to curiosity and not just slap a label and a judgment on something, but try to better understand what's going on and what's happening for the other person or in the situation, become more curious about it. I can exit out of those, that negative cycle of emotions. Okay. Still on the brain hack, your initial thoughts will be what they are. You can't change that. However, if you allow yourself to continue thinking in those ways, it will be very, very difficult to exit that negative pattern. But instead, when you catch yourself thinking in a way that will engage a negative pattern, if you immediately turn away from that, choose to think of something else, or even better yet, choose one of the exit ramps that lead you to curiosity or courage or excitement, that will give you that opportunity to stop the cascade effect of that pattern that gives you the negative outcomes. See if you can look at the same triggering event from a different perspective. You already know your preset pattern and the outcomes it brings. So stop and think of optional ways you could approach the situation. I think you get the idea at this point you do have the opportunity to choose better patterns, better pathways, and better outcomes. Yes, it will take some effort to do this. Yes, you will still fall into these patterns at times. But the more you practice a more intentional approach, eventually you will become more and more the person you want to be. This one competency, recognizing patterns, is just one of the competencies of emotional intelligence that has a profound impact on your mental health, your relationships, your success, your satisfaction, and so many more facets of our lives. I will leave you with this. Now that you have a method for recognizing and improving your patterns, you can gain access to that rocket fuel I talked about earlier. That rocket fuel is the energy that comes from living an intentional, successful, and satisfying life at work, at home, and everywhere you go. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Building Healthy Organizations by EQFIT. We do understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I hope you'll subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes as we journey together on this pathway to building a healthy organization. Also, check us out on YouTube at the same name, Building Healthy Organizations by EQFIT. And for additional information, feel free to visit our website, gscfit.com.